season finale in Bachelor history. Hello and welcome to the Morning Batch Paradise Edition. What is up? How you doing, Skip? I'm doing good. What is this, week two now? Week two, episode two and three. Uh, we got four hours of Paradise to cover, so buckle in. It seems like the theme of this next hour is going to be whining ladies and crying boys. You know what I mean? Seems now, like a lot of it. Four hours is a lot. Four hours is a lot, a lot. Yeah. But that's how it's going to be. We don't really know the best way to do it because the week, the season's cut so short. Like, it only goes till the end of October. So we're just going to do it as a week, not as an episode thing. Wait, when does... um? Zach's season of The Bachelor start? I don't think it'll be for a little bit. I think there's going to be a little break. Wow. Break time. Last week we said there's no off-season in Bachelor, but I guess there is. There is, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Let's just get into it. Let's see what happens. Skip, start it up. Oh! Oh. oh. Intro! Let's start it with that. Oh, yeah. There we was got the intro this week. Yep. I, I swear the intros are the best part, are the most exciting part of the season and i'm gonna make skippy recreate it oh. further down the line when other people come and it's more set dibs on jacob we'll do a draft about who we're gonna do but wait oh my god oh my god i just remembered who jacob was listen i'm pumped the intro was amazing who's your favorite intros i mean i okay so this might be hot take okay. and people might hate me for it they might be like oh you're biased just because you like your blah 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 Shanae's so funny. <laughs> Shanae's is so good. It's that meme where the house is on fire in the background and the little the little girl's looking at the camera like, haha, I didn't no, do that. No, but to be honest, I think everybody agrees with you on that. Okay, good. And I actually feel like Shanae is not as hated as she once was. I feel oh. like people are growing fond of her. Shanae 2.0. Yeah, Shanae 2.0 is a hero. Shanae 2.0 is winning people's hearts. Yeah. I definitely like her more, but I wouldn't say she's still a fave. Mm-hmm. Um, who else's intro is pretty fun? I don't know. What's your Mike, favorite? Michael A. with the grill because he's a dad. Mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. I always am a sucker for like the Chris Harrison slash Jesse Palmer and Wells segment. Like it's always some sort of like golf swing in the something over there, hitting it in the bartending area. It's always something like that. Throwing a coconut. They killed it this time. Yeah. Jesse's first one, right? I guess. I don't killed know. Killed it. Anyways. My intros- first one. Okay, well, you and Jesse are the same then. Yeah. Intros are amazing, and they're spectacular. Stay tuned, because I'm going to make Skip recreate it. Do they do... Is there one Bachelor in Paradise every year, like, over the summer? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but it has... It's only... This is only, like, the seventh season, or okay. eighth. Um, it's pretty great. Um, let's get into the episode. Yeah. What's the first thing you remember happening? Well, the first thing that I have written down here on my handy-dandy notepad... Right was we got a little bit into the drama of that Victoria, Justin, and Genevieve love triangle. True. So where did the episode pick up? With Justin and Victoria? I think so. So last week, right, Justin or Victoria had a date card? Yes. And she got to pick who to go on, and she picked Justin G. Justin Glaze, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a.k.a. the guy who's been with Genevieve for a whopping 24 hours. Crazy. It's, they're pretty much married at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happened. She picked him to go on a date. Yeah. Um, 
So, first and foremost, I never realized that on Bachelor in Paradise, they actually do cool dates. I mean, yeah. Like, I thought it was just like, oh, I'm going to pick you to go on a date, and we're going to go in here and talk. Because that's kind of all Andrew and Teddy did. Like, they just went in a room and talked. I thought that's what the dates were. But no, they went on an ATV off-road in, uh, yeah. and then went swimming somewhere. Like, that was pretty sick. It's pretty fun. Their, their date did look fun. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for Teddy and Andrew now. I know. It was a boring day. You got to sit in a giant margarita glass. Hey, no wonder, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, are we just going to talk about the date right here since we're already starting? I guess. They went four-wheeling. Yeah. And did they, did they ever show, like, the converse, them sitting down and, like, actually talking on no, a date? I never saw I was going to say, I don't remember that happening, which is why I was a little bit confused, like, if they were actually a good thing because they only ever showed them driving in the four-wheeler. Which, like, you don't really talk during. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, so, Genevieve. Mm-hmm. Genevieve, not happy. Genevieve, not happy. Not having a good time right now. Genevieve is a little bit crazy to me. Here's what I think we should do. I think we, I think we should talk a big chunk about Genevieve right now. Okay. Because, to be honest, Genevieve it was a good chunk of this episode. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about her and her influence over this episode... And then we'll talk about everything else after. Yeah. So Genevieve, or also just be scattered, because every five minutes it's her clip again. So Genevieve is pretty butthurt about Mm -hmm. Victoria F. and Justin going on a date. It's, keep in mind, day two. And she, what do you got to say? Oh, we do have a quote from her, though. Okay, let's hear it. I like to write down quotes. That's my big thing. Um, Genevieve said, I'm more interested in Justin in one day than I was with Clayton in a month. Which is interesting, but makes sense, I guess, because... Because she spent time with him and just him, but Clayton was spending time with, like, a bunch of people, right? Well, I feel like Paradise, It's that's how it is, because you have all day with them. Yeah. Like, on the actual show, you see them for the date, which you're sharing with a huge other group of people, and then, bam, you're gone. Yep. Like, this one, you're with them literally all day. So she probably did spend more time with him in that one day than she did with Clayton his entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Genevieve, her whole thing is she wants Justin to only be interested in her. She says that if he goes on this date and comes back not sure, she's over it. She's checked out. She said, and I quote, if he was conflicted, I would never. Which is such a silly thing. I day like two. conflicted would be... The best outcome here. She's like, right? she's like, I'd rather him come back and say it's not you at all. I was like, if you're so into him, why would that be the preferred scenario? Uh, it doesn't make sense. Listen, what else? What's your thoughts on Genevieve in episode two? I mean, to be fair, like I understand she's upset, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I completely get where she's coming from. Uh, you know, you spent all day with him, and now he's going on a date with someone else, and the fact that like. You know, it is only a couple days until that rose ceremony, right? Yeah. And I think it's just the stress of. It's the stress of wanting a rose. I might not be able to get a rose now because you've spent literally your entire time here with one person. Now that person is going on a date with another person. So now you're like, well, what if he ends up giving her the rose? Then I'm gone. I'm toast. And you're. It does make sense. Like, I would be stressed too. She's stressed, but it's like But she's over the to, top. A stressed. little bit over the top about it. Like she's crying. The the whole episode, we're just going to mention it now cuz it would take up the whole thing, but she like every few minutes is just her crying 
Mm-hmm. Or like in the corner or like, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to go home. I don't think this is for me. Like, I understand it, but it's also day two. And it's her birthday. And it's and it's <laughs> her birthday. Poor girl's got a lot going on. Not like Luce. It's actually her birthday. <laughs> I love that you just called her Luce. <laughs> so, for that, um, oh, I was going to stop the Genevieve uh, conversation for this episode, okay, but... Cut it off. But oh. she did tweet... She was live tweeting during it, and she in one of her tweets was not me acting like I've known uh, Justin for two years. I thought that was funny. She's self aware. Looking back, yeah, I think I think it's pretty obvious. Everybody's a little bit self aware looking back, mm-hmm. but anyways, she's sum it up. She's crazy a little bit. I, Justin's on a date. Things are different in the moment, right? When you're in the moment, like obviously you can look back and you're gonna realize, wow, maybe I was crazy. What's right? your thought? Do you like Jennifer? Like, what would you rate her on a scale of 1 to 10 as an overall contestant? I think her... So, are we are we getting into also when... No, we're not getting into no, the when, three when, Okay, but when Justin comes back and when they have their chat there. Um, did that happen today? Or on day two, I mean? I'm pretty sure that happened... I don't know. We can just talk about it for a second. I feel like if I'm Justin, like... Yeah, it did, ha- it did happen this episode, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Then we'll talk about it. If I personally, again, I completely get where Genevieve's coming from, so I'm not going to, like, fault her for it. Like, yeah, you would be stressed and you would be sad in this situation. But at the same time, if I'm Justin and I got to pick between two people and every time you talk to Victoria, it's like, oh, my gosh, we had a great date, blah, blah, blah. You were awesome. Blah, blah, like, And it's all sunshine and rainbows. But then every time you talk to Genevieve, it's... You're literally like, oh, you're conflicted. I literally hate you. Like, but and it's so negative every time they talk. And it seems like they're so negative, especially because their first ep- their first conversation last episode, like, it was awkward, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that the one where they talked about the sea unicorns and she was like, yes. I didn't know if you were into me because our conversation did not go well yes. the first time. Yeah. Um, I kind of forgot that the Justin came back this episode, so we can talk about that as well. Okay. Just to get it over with. So. This is, we're jumping to, like, the middle end of this episode. Justin and Victoria come back from their date. And Victoria mm-hmm. is wearing Justin's shirt. I don't yeah. know if you missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they both seem really happy. They're both going around talking to people. What, how long did um, Genevieve say it was before Justin went and even talked to her? Like an hour and a half. So they got back from their date, and Justin did not talk to Genevieve for an hour and a half in her in her words. I guess she doesn't have a clock, so she doesn't know. But I get it. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? And it's her birthday. And it's her <laughs> birthday. Okay, set the scene. Yep. I feel like we've mentioned this in passing. It is, like, say it's Monday night at, like, 11. Her birthday, Tuesday, midnight. You yeah. get it? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, her birthday is happening within the hour. Mm-hmm. So, it's her birthday when Justin gets back from his date with Victoria F. Victoria F., wearing Justin's shirt. Justin G doesn't talk to Genevieve for an hour after he gets back from said date on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Are we caught up? Yeah. Do we get it? I think so. So they go and have a conversation. How'd that go? Not good at all. Like, I feel like if you're Justin, like I said, if you're Justin in that situation, and I get like during the actual show, I said like, man, it sucks that you have to be perfect on this show. Like one mistake and it's over. But like, if this is the second day and she's already, like, mad at you for, you know, something that wasn't even an option for you. Like, she asked you on the date. You kind of, like, 
you're not going to say you no. You could say no. You could say no, but and you're not going to. And people do say no later in the show, but it's day two. It's day two. Like, you're why not going would, to say why no. Why would you say no? He, he didn't ask her on the date. She asked him on the date. It's not his fault. And the fact that she's so upset about it and so, like, not even giving him the chance to, like, explain himself or, I don't know. It was crazy. And I'm like, this is, uh, just pick Victoria at this point, right? That's what, Jen, well, I would have picked Victoria anyway. I love her, but oh. yes. So they have this chat and she's like, so what did you, what is your thoughts? What are you thinking? And he said, I don't know. Which, as we know, she said she would die if that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said that and she said, she said, what'd she say? She said, at this point, I'm checked out after that. And homeboy was shocked. He was so confused where that came from at all. Um, so it wasn't looking good for them. I did send you a TikTok. Did you ever get to watch it? Mm-mm. It was the it was a, the clip of Genevieve and Justin sitting on the little couch talking. Oh, and Justin made Genevieve a cake for her birthday. What a sweet guy. And brought it over to her. He said, he said she doesn't like chocolate, so I didn't put a lot of chocolate. The whole thing was chocolate. <laughs> it was chocolate. <laughs> it was perhaps the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyways, he brought the cake over. And that's how we started the conversation. And that's when she started saying, like, I'm checked out. And then there was a clip of him. And he was, like, the cake was behind them. He was turning around towards, like, the trees looking at the cake. And she starts freaking out like there's, like, a crab or something back there. And she's like, what? What are you looking at? What? He's like, just looking at the cake. Like, all sad. (laughs) (laughs) After she was like, you just don't do any effort. You just don't put any effort in. And he just stares at the cake. Oh, it may be TV gold. He put a lot of effort in. Like, to be fair, for the amount of time they had, he did put in a lot of effort. I don't get where she's coming from where you haven't shown me anything. I think I think it's definitely the heat of the moment. And I think she's stressed. Yeah. Um, But, like, I'm Team Justin here if there has to be a team. I, I'm Team Justin as well. I don't think he's done anything but wrong. Especially... I'm also not anti-Genevieve, if that makes sense. I'm Team Justin not at this point, anti-Genevieve. At this point, I am not anti-Genevieve. Yeah. Now, that could change by the end of this podcast episode. We'll see. But at this point in the show watching, I am not anti-Genevieve. Okay, now, for episode three... Which, Wait, so we're, just, we're doing all Genevieve? No, 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 I meant for episode two. Okay. That is the end of, of the Genevieve. Justin and Genevieve saga. Yeah. I hope you kept up. It was a lot. Yeah. Now, going Honestly, back to the beginning of the date... I'm, I'm trying to think, like... That's really the only big thing that happens. No. Is it, oh, am I missing something? No, you're missing something. Okay. Let's just go over the, basically the the spark notes of what happened until spark we get notes. to the big parts. Okay. Um. One oh, thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one thing. Um, Michael and Sierra had a cute little conversation on the beach. Okay. So, context. Michael's wife died three years ago, two years ago, recently. They had a cute little conversation about how that was and what life is like. And they just, she started crying, he started crying, and they were just laying there crying. I thought it was nice. What was your thoughts? It would have been great if she hadn't called him a zaddy again. (laughs) I heard that word, yeah. Guys, we said that word last time on this episode, and my dad has said it every day since then. Oh my god. That's the worst. It's traumatizing. He, He just like uses it in the completely wrong context I'm, too it's terrible i'm not gonna lie like i would be completely all in like a big fan of michael and sierra i can't get over that 
Like that's the straw for me. Like that's like it's a it's a like I don't want them. I want them to break up next episode just because of that word. Because I never want to hear that word again. I will say this, and it might be the most terrible, terrible thing I've ever said in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I hope if they do break up, it's Michael's doing. I hope Sierra doesn't break up with him. Oh, you don't want to see Michael if a Michael heart? A gets his heart broken. And I don't think they're at the point right now. To me, they don't feel very serious. They don't feel mm-hmm. serene and Brandon level. Yeah. So I feel like at this point, if they called it quits, it wouldn't be that bad. But I hope when it, if it does happen, it's him who does it because he finds like another girl or something, not the other way around. Sierra, I love you. You're a queen. But I just can't see it. Holy yeah. crap. Also, uh, another thing, I guess we can talk about this now just because it is a Sierra thing. Okay. Um... They were going over Scar stories <laughs> later in the episode. And, you know, we're talking, um, what was it, Brandon? They they were just, like, listing things that happened to them in their life, like motorcycle accidents. They were just listing, and then Brandon out of nowhere goes, my friend stuck a finger up my butt. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard. It came out of nowhere. But speaking of fingers, um, was it Sierra? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Sierra uh, is actually missing a pinky. How do we not know that? <laughs> the fact that nobody has, uh, the fact that, or at least neither of us or nobody else at the beach have picked up on that is crazy. And the fact that, like, they didn't mention it once on Clayton season either. I, I know. I feel like, um. I feel like that's something that maybe they did. And, and we we, just... lo- we looked for it. No, because I think Twitter was shocked too. I think we looked for it afterwards. Like, every time they showed Sierra, we were like, look at her fingers. We could never tell. That's crazy. Um... Yeah, she's missing a pinky. She lost. She dropped a swing set, a whole swing set on her pinky. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, that that segment was so funny because it was just this serious. Oh, sorry guys, it was just a serious conversation. And Brandon goes, "My friend stuck a finger up my butt." It made me laugh so hard. Why did he say that? He of course finished it and said like, and then he scratched up my whole back and left a scar. But I thought it was really funny. Um. I guess since we're talking about all the lighthearted things, I do have two um, quotes said through the night that I thought were really fun. Okay. Do, are either of them said by Casey? One of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have that too. <laughs> one of them is Casey. Good old old man Casey says, my love language is tacos. What? Oh my God. If that's not the most middle-aged Facebook mom post you've ever heard in your entire life, I don't know what is. It, it actually made me physically scream when he said that it was so funny casey was my least favorite like actually now that i'm looking at it like the only guy that i didn't like coming in after episode one and you were looking at me he's like why don't you like casey like what's wrong with casey like i don't i don't hate casey and then he said that and i'm kind of sitting there like that like that's why i hate can i be honest i was very very neutral about casey like i did not care about him but he never did anything to make me hate him he said that and he skyrocketed to top three. Like, that is the funniest thing I've you ever... You like him now? I just think... Oh, my here's my God. Here's my thoughts on him. He is, like, super cringy and says the weirdest things and, like, the most unhinged things of all time. And not in, like, a funny way. Like, he's being so serious when he says it. Like, the, my love language is tacos. Or he just... The way he acts, I think it's so funny. I don't think he means to do it, but I just love the way he... I just love his mannerisms and his way he talks. I think it's the funniest thing of all time. 
Now, in case he's not really a top three guys, but it was just an exaggeration. I don't want to. While we're talking about Casey, I don't want to spoil like the Rose thing and if he ends up with like whatever. But the whole time, even up to the Rose ceremony, like it seemed like he didn't have a connection with anyone. He was just friends with everybody. Like <laughs> he literally was. He just like you just see him talking to everybody, like chatting. And he was just there to make friends. I don't think he's there for a relationship. I, th- I think he's just there for friends. Can I be honest? I think that's why I love him. He just seems like. He's not the oldest one there, but he just seems like he is. And he seems like he's just there to have fun. He's playing the part of Jesse Palmer. (laughs) Literally, I know. He is just... the. I just think he's funny. Like, he's not even trying to be funny, but I just think the way he goes through the process is so funny. Yeah. So, I'm not actually mad at him. If if there's, like, a scale of, like, dislike, neutral, like, he's he's on the happy side. He's on the green side. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my other quote. Did you have a quote from no, Casey still? that was my Casey quote. Um, Logan, with a banger, what do people even do in Ohio? Oh, did he say that? He said that and um, not much, Logan. We don't do much here. So should we just jump into the whole Logan thing then? Sure. Logan, or uh, was it Shanae got a date card? Yes. And they're trying to build up a love triangle between Logan, Haley, and Shanae at this point. Um, so they were making it sound like, cause Logan was, was definitely with Shanae. Like they were spent the whole day together and they really liked each other. And I think they were trying to build it up that, you know, Haley also likes Logan and she was hoping to get the date card so she could go on a date with Logan. And that's what they were making it look like was going to happen. But then they did a little twist and Shanae got the date card. Shanae obviously picks Logan. They go out. It seemed like they had a fine date. It was a very interesting date because there was like people there. Yeah. Like, they were at a some sort of Mexican club, you know what I mean? Seemed, like an outdoor... And they, it looked like fun. They were just dancing and drinking. Yeah. it's That's why I think I like Paradise, because it's so... Like, you don't get, like, dancing, drinking dates on the normal show, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're just there hanging. And I thought it was good. I thought they were fun. Um, also, before that happened, Haley did pull Logan aside, had a little chat with him, and Logan seemed so uninterested and so like, and it's the same thing that he did with uh, Luce. Luce, and if like, you're and if you're sitting here and thinking, who is Haley? Me too. <laughs> who is she? I don't know. The girl who cries, the blonde girl who cries over Logan. She got but a you really never, high voice. You never see her talking to Logan ever. Except this one time, and Logan was so out of it. Like, he did not want to be there. But, like, it's funny to me because she seems so certain that her and Logan are, like... Meant to be. So strong. It's like, we got such I've a strong I've never connection. seen them interact. Where did that come from? Oh, my gosh. It's Maybe, funny to me. You know, now, I, this is just hitting me. Maybe that's just Logan's personality. Is he's just so... He's just mellow? Laid back and mellow. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he, you know, did... Didn't hate Luce and Haley. Maybe. No, but the way he is with Shanae is very different. Very different. Exactly. That's... He really likes Shanae. In, in the moment, he did. I don't know if he still does, but... It's pretty... It was pretty intense. Um, Haley is crazy. Can we get to the big part? Okay, yeah. Shanae and Logan's date goes fine. They like each other. Right? Yep. Now you can do the big part. <laughs> is this when... Um... Luce goes to the room and yes. finds a suitcase. We're going to skip over that because it's terrible. What? We've got to talk about okay. it. Okay. Luce goes to the girl's room and they see an empty suitcase 
And it just says, not empty, but they see a suitcase with no person that says Sally on it. Definitely wasn't empty. Conveniently, Genevieve was just talking about how she didn't want to see Sally on the beach. Mm -hmm. So imagine this. Genevieve, still upset about Justin and Victoria, who are not back from the date yet, says, I just don't want Sally to come. Cut to Sally's suitcase in the room. Luz finds it, comes back to the girls, and is like, hey... Um, come with me come with me now no context they're freaking out it's obviously the most producer set up scripted moment of the entire perhaps season um they go in there and they see sally's suitcase they lose it they go crazy they go through it then they go down to the bar and they're like wells what's going on do you know what's happening who's sally what's happening cut to the most insane out-of-pocket thing I've ever seen in my entire time watching any Bachelor show ever. Explain what happened. This is not normal. Do I have to explain it? You have to explain it. I just want I just want to preface this because you don't know. This is not normal for Paradise. Okay, but it perhaps good. is the funniest thing that ever happened to we me. We had Wells story time. <laughs> uh, and it was Wells and I guess another producer. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who it was. Wells wore a wig and was acting as a producer and someone else I, I wish it would have been jesse palmer that would have been great but no it was just another producer i think probably wore a wig and was sally now mind you they could have gotten a girl to do this role but they got the biggest burliest man with a huge beard just wearing a blonde wig to act as sally here um and they go through the whole story of sally where they i don't even know what they, happened they do like a okay i'll explain it they you do like a story. skit wells and this guy dress up as these characters and they do a whole skit telling the story of sally it's like genuinely it's like the producers gave wells a camera and 20 bucks and said fill five minutes we're short you know what i mean so they go and explain this story and a producer apparently according to this story it's the craziest thing genuinely it was five minutes long like it was never ending um just out of nowhere so it back to like la the producer picked up sally sally was like okay i'm ready to go i gotta go talk to my ex-fiance bam they go to the ex-fiance's house apparently in the story the wells character gets in the trunk and is in there for four hours hiding from her ex-fiance while they talk blah 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 she comes out she's crying said the fiance doesn't love her um, wants her to go. On wants the show. her to go on the show, so she doesn't. She doesn't go on the flight. So basically, it's a five-minute story explaining that Sally's not here. But her but suitcases. She, but she might be coming eventually. Her last second, like they boarded everything on the flight, and they were walking on. It's like we're about to leave, and she said, "Nope, I'm not going." So, but she might come, and based on the preview, she is coming. I guess <laughs> it genuinely is the most. It was crazy. Like they just did a whole five minute skit in the middle of this episode just with wells and it was so insane the best part about the whole situation right now is the fact that on tuesday night's intro we got to see sally's suitcase sitting on the beach in a bra and bikini <laughs> they really are milking out the suitcase sally's suitcase you'll just see you'll just see like random clips of sal the suitcase that has sally's name on it just throughout the beach 
it, it's such a weird scenario. I love the clip at night where, like, it's sitting there, like, the suitcase is looking out at the water, like, all sad. People watching this are like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. We I, don't know either. Yeah. If you're confused, you're following along. Okay. And then this is kind of the last... Not really the last, but it is kind of the last big drama this of one. this episode. <laughs> we got a whole other episode. We got a whole other episode, but we're getting it quick. We're 28 minutes in, guys. Um, Romeo. Romeo, <sighs> someone who we have not really talked about on the show. A little bit, because he was in that situation with Jill and Kira. Kind of, but like, n- not in the depth we're about to talk about him. No. You know? Explain what happens. So Romeo somehow becomes literally the worst human in the history of the world now at the same time i don't blame romeo i guess but romeo so okay romeo was in that love triangle with jill and kira and eventually says hey kira i really want to explore something with jill you got to leave and that was the end of that drama right so you would think oh you want to explore something with jill so now you and jill are going to be a thing um no romeo now goes up to Brittany and says and just in the middle of the beach like he's hanging out with Jill and says hey I'll meet you in a little bit and walks over to Brittany who is Jill's friend and is like hey like I want to explore something with you it was out of left field I the entire time it was happening Brittany looked like a deer in headlights did she not no she was it was psycho you couldn't even like she was psycho? No, it was like like she looked psycho. Oh. Like she her, looked like her, her face, eyes were like, huge. She was like her teeth were showing, her eyes were huge. She was just startled. And I was like, "Oh my god, what is about to happen?" And he was like, "I'm interested in exploring, getting to know you, seeing what's going to happen." She's like, "Okay, yeah, are you going to tell Jill? Like, I'm not going to do that if you don't tell Jill because that's wrong." Which queen Mm-hmm. Queen. Yeah. And then he started talking more. And then what What happened? Uh, he goes in for the kiss and she swerves him. Fully swerved the boy. And then it cuts to her in like a tell-all confessional. And she said, I would rather get hit by a bus mm-hmm. than accept his rose. Poor Queen. Now, Queen. So here's the, here's my, when I said I can kind of like, I don't blame Romeo 100%. I can kind of, I mean, it is day two. And you should be able to explore other options, right? You shouldn't be tied down to one person. But at the same time, like, after everything that you went through for Jill, you're just going to throw it all away for a shot at Brittany? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. What is your thoughts on Brittany after this conversation? Do you like her better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never hated Brittany. You just didn't have an opinion on her. She was still middle of the road, but she's on the... Like, if she was, like, in the middle, she's now on the like side. I think we caused some commotion for Brittany here, you know? Woo! Yeah. Because, she, respectful, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not doing anything unless you tell Jill. I don't think she would have anyway, to, regardless, even if she did tell Jill. But she was respectful to Jill. She swerved him, but she didn't embarrass him. I think she was perfect. I think she handled it great. I hope we see more of her soon. So after that, uh, Romeo messed up. And then Jill comes over to Romeo. At, well, Brittany goes to Jill, tells Jill what just happened. Jill goes to Romeo. I don't even think she told Jill that he tried to kiss her, did he? No, I think he, she just said... I was, I was waiting for her to drop that, and it never dropped. And yeah. I was like, aw, that could have been fun. So, but Jill goes off on Romeo, says, after everything, like, you treat me like... You treat, treating me like trash here. Trash. Trash here. Yeah. Treating me like trash. 
So that causes a big thing. Um, Romeo's in the doghouse now. Jill's done with him, which, I mean, rightfully so, I guess. So F- Romeo walks away from this conversation, starts crying. Starts crying. <laughs> Can we talk about Jill's, like, faces during this? <laughs> also psycho. She's also. It was also insane. It was so funny. She was also a little over the top. But Jill, I think, just has an over-the-top personality. She does. So I'm not even going to blame her for that. Um, I think... I think this part of the conversation, it's very much like a, oh, you're going to do that to me right now? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was it was funny. It was crazy, but it was so very funny. Very third grader. Um, so, Romeo <laughs> leaves Jill, cries, goes to Haley. Yes. Haley says no. He said, cries. he said, what did he say to uh, Haley? Like, would you accept my rose or something? Yes. Yeah. And she's like, No. Like, he hasn't even talked to Haley once. And at this point, he's like, oh, crap, now I need somebody. Because now there's nobody here. For context, Haley needs a rose. Like, Haley is in need of a rose. Haley is desperate. And she won't even say yes to this guy. Haley's desperate. She says no. He walks away, cries, goes to uh, Kira. The funniest part of that, though, it was just in passing. Like, he didn't even pull her for a chat. He just kind of, like, walked past her and was, like, talking to her. He's like, yeah, you accept my rose? And she's like, No. And then he beelined to Kira. Goes to Kira. <laughs> Kira, the girl that he dumped, basically, and said, listen, I need you to stay away from me because I want to explore things with Jill. But now that he's messed things up with Jill, he's like, hey, now I'm coming back to you. I feel terrible the way that I treated you. I went around, went about things the whole wrong way. He's like, would you accept my rose? She's like, no. She's like, I don't think I can trust you. Yep. I do think she would have accepted his rose. Me too. Um, <laughs> but she said, I just... I just don't think I trust you. It'd be a long process getting you back. So basically, Romeo got rejected by half of the beach yep. in a three-minute, no joke. Lo- it's shorter than Wells' story time segment. Mm-hmm. He got rejected by half the beach. And then he's left crying at the end of the episode. <laughs> he, and everyone's like, He cried a hey, lot. Hey, hey, are you okay, man? Are you doing good? And he's just crying. Yeah, <laughs> and he talked to Jill again. Um, and he said, Is there any shot? And she said... Explore other options because this door is firmly shut. Okay, Queen. And now I will say, I love that she did that. Because it's, as far as they know, like, the rose ceremony is about to happen, right? Yeah. So that was her one shot at this rose. And she said, no. She said, I'm firmly denying moving forward with you. I feel like that's very much like... A real thing to do you know mm-hmm. it's not rose chasing it's not like okay I'll, I'll i'll tell him maybe to lead him on and then get a rose and then next week i'll move on like she was very serious she's like no At some other people i think for sure would have said we could see just so they can guarantee rose. a rose mm-hmm. and then do something else after i like that she did that yep okay so that brings us into episode three now night three night three episode three rose ceremony day which is amazing. Um, so the episode starts kind of with Jacob, right? Um, is that what you have your starting with? Yeah. Jacob, at this point, uh, is the hottest commodity on this beach. Basically, people, people are after him. Basically, every single girl who doesn't have a serious relationship at this point is, I'm going for Jacob. Right. Okay? So is he... It's so funny that they're running to him. When there's a more guaranteed rose with Romeo, and they just don't care. And they don't care about Romeo. They're like, I don't want that rose. I'd rather go home. Uh, so Haley, Luce, and Kira are all over Jacob. Mm-hmm. Those three. Yeah. And 
he he's all over all three of them. <laughs> so it gets to the point, I think, he... And again, these are the three girls who really need a rose. Right. So I don't really think... Even though Kira was like, I don't think these guys or these girls are really into Jacob like I am. They're just looking for a rose. I don't think Kira was really no, into Jacob for either. for sure she was not. So this was just... A, but Kira did... And I think Jacob knew that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think Jacob knew that these three people are just looking for the rose. Um, but Kira did wear the Jacob infamous leaf suit. She posted a Q&A on her Instagram and they said, what is your most proudest moment on the show? And she posted that screenshot and she said, this was completely my idea and I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> so as long as she was having fun, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, they did that. And I will admit that is when, like, who was it? My Our mom. Yeah. Our mom walked in right when that was happening. I was like, what a terrible time for her to come in right now. <laughs> when this girl's just covered in leaves. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what else before the rose ceremony? Uh, Anything? So, right before the rose ceremony, we get not a love triangle, but a oh, love what line. What a strange time to do it as well. It's a love line. So, obviously, Genevieve likes Justin. Justin likes Victoria. And then, you think that's a love triangle there enough? Uh, Hunter and Johnny, who have a thing going, and, I mean, they were one of, like, the more set couples, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, out of nowhere, Victoria pulls Justin aside, and they kiss. Just just start kissing. Right before the rose ceremony. So that means Hunter and Johnny, Johnny and Victoria, Victoria and Justin, Justin and Genevieve. It's not a love triangle. It's a love line. Did you catch all those people? Because yeah. I didn't. It's a crazy amount of people. Now, it seems like a last-ditch effort from Victoria, but in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you go for, like, Jacob like everyone else? Or even Romeo. Go for Romeo because Johnny and Hunter, like, they got to... If gotta, you were desperate for a rose, you would go to Romeo. Yeah, Johnny and Hunter got a serious relationship. So that didn't make sense to me, but... To be fair, Victoria literally showed up the night before. Yeah. And she was on a date for most of the time. Like, I don't know how... It's a tough how... spot. I don't know how much time she had to actually explore the other people. So I don't feel like Victoria was doing that to have two options to get a rose from. I feel like Victoria was like just seeing what she was could do, you know? Mm -hmm. And that led right into the rose ceremony. What a terrible time to do it. Did Hunter know about it going into the rose ceremony that they yes. kissed? Yeah, she, she watched it happen. <sighs> this poor beach is so small. Poor <laughs> beach. These, this beach is so small. These people just see everything. Um, yeah, so we get to the roses, uh, and... Go through it? They they purposely set it up to where the more set people went first. Well, obviously. Obviously, right? Okay, so the first person to give out a rose was Andrew. Obviously, it's going to Teddy. I hope they live forever, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they seem like the perfect them. couple. I don't think they'll ever break up. Me neither. Um, and then Brandon, he gives his rose to Serene. Right. Then Michael... Gives his rose to uh, Nine Finger Sierra. Queen. Logan obviously gives his rose to Shanae. Another half queen. Uh, then we get to the... Those were the four that were kind of set in stone, I guess. And then for the ones that were a little more shaky, Casey comes up and gives his rose to Brittany. Not mad about it. We've seen nothing of the two of Which, them. I but guess I'm glad that the way that, there. The way they made it sound was that 
they were also one of the more set couples, right? Well, I've we saw them interacting on the beach, and I was predicting. I was like, I think Casey's going to give it to Brittany. Like, I've not seen him have any actual romantic conversations with anyone, but I've seen him with Brittany a lot in the background. Mm-hmm. So I felt pretty confident that that's where her rose was going. His rose. Or his rose yeah. was going. But it wasn't nearly on the level as the other ones. Now, is it like, do you think that was like, Casey is like, I really like Brittany and we're going to have a romantic connection? Or is that like, I got to give my rose to someone, I guess I'll give it to Brittany because we're good I friends. I think they probably interacted the most. So he just went with and her? And he's probably thinking this could be something. But I also feel like Brittany seems a lot younger than him. Yeah. So I feel like maybe it's not something that's going to last. I think well, it's Sierra's just like a Well, Sierra's a lot younger thing. than Michael. I know, but Sierra doesn't act a lot younger. Gotcha. Okay. Not that Brittany acts young, but uh, it, they're very different. Now for the big shots in the dark here. Jacob, out of the three girls that he was talking to earlier, ends up giving it to Lace. Who did you think he was going to give his rose to? I thought it was going to go to Kira. The way that they set so it up, I, I thought I, it was going to I Kira. I 100% did too. Which, and I thought she brought a lot of like drama and action to the show that I was like, the producers are gonna push him towards giving it to Kira. I was shocked when he gave it to Lace. Which I do not like Lace at all. I like her more than Kira. But I think I like her more than Kira. So I'm cool with it. Uh, and then next up was Justin, who again, went on the date with Victoria, but had his connection with Genevieve. Uh, I didn't see that coming. He ends up giving it to Genevieve. I think I saw it coming because... I mean, they knew him longer. Mm-hmm. There was like all this. Dr- I don't know. I kind of saw it coming. I, I don't think it was they're, almost like I don't think they're gonna last, but I saw it coming. I think he was almost scared to give it to Victoria. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I think it was very much a situation. Like if you give this to Victoria, there is no deciding. Yeah. Like Genevieve's done with you. Mm-hmm. So giving it to Genevieve, still there's kind of an opening for Victoria yep. there. Which then next up was Johnny. Who ends up giving his rose to Victoria. Oh my god. Her last ditch effort paid off. Poor, poor she Hunter. She did a Hail Mary and it worked. Poor Hunter. Like she has spent the whole time building that connection. And then just last second. One kiss is all it takes. One kiss was all it takes for Victoria. Oh yeah. That is a song. We're going to get struck down. You can't no, say I didn't it. even say the words. Okay, cool. And then last one. Romeo. Romeo. Oh, Romeo. He ends up Can giving... you imagine if everybody said no to him? So of the four girls left, you have Kira, Hunter, Haley, and Jill. Mm-hmm. All four of them, I believe, have said... or not, uh, No, three except Hunter have turned him down. So I was thinking he was going to give it to Hunter, actually. You were? Yeah, at this it didn't point... It did my mind. I was like, oh, he might give this to Hunter. Because the other three literally said told no. him, no, I'm not going to accept your rose. So that would have been so interesting. I was thinking, he's like, well, she's the only one that said that... That didn't say she wouldn't, so I got to give it to her. He ends up giving it to Jill who earlier said, no chance, I, I'm not accepting your rose. I had a feeling he would. But uh, Jill did accept his rose. I think Jill is accepting this rose with the idea of this is an apology, but it's not me saying that we're going to be anything. They, She said afterwards, like, we are completely done. Yeah. Like, I will take this rose and I will move on to find someone else, but I am... Over you 100%. Which I, means I don't think Romeo's lasting much longer because nobody on the beach... He already has this reputation of yeah. like... this Because the first thing with Kira and Jill... Which he handled wrong entirely the first episode as well. And then this... Like he has a bad reputation. It's going to take a new girl coming in. But it seems like next week is boy week. Mm-hmm. So... Um, which means that Kira, Hunter, and Haley go home. 
Uh, Kira sucks, so yeah, she can leave. Haley was annoying, so... But Haley had been on A Bachelor and on Bachelor in Paradise, and not once has she ever received a rose. Can you imagine that? Oh, poor girl. She, I didn't even, like, put the two and two together, and then in her, like, leaving sequence, she was like, two shows, no rose. I was like, oh my god, she never got a single rose. Haley, you're not that bad. I mean, Haley, I... Haley, I, I apologize for calling you annoying. That was so sad. I didn't like you, but you deserve at least one rose from someone. That was so sad. That was terrible. And then Hunter, I mean, Hunter got done dirty. Dirtier than her poop. Oh my god, she, that... she did. <laughs> I, I had nothing wrong with Hunter, but she got she got done dirty, but I prefer Victoria F. Stay over you, so yeah. I'm not actually mad. I mean, the fact that her whole personality was that she has IBS, IBS is... Yeah, maybe that's saying something. All right. So... Oh, one other quote. This, okay. Um, Say it. Actually, I have two quotes. Let's hear it. So the first quote I have was during this. Uh, Kira said, while talking about Jacob... All of these other girls are crazy, and I'm his only option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She, she said, said the that? other girls were crazy. Not her. She's not crazy. She's so funny. And then the second quote I have happens uh, immediately after the real ceremony, so I guess maybe we can save it. I'll just say it now. Um, Johnny said, Logan sticks to what he thinks while talking to Shanae. <laughs> Even though last season. It. Well, I guess at this point they haven't watched last season, so they don't know what happened That's, there. No, but well, no, he Johnny was, was there. there. Johnny was there. Johnny was there. Yeah, Logan uh, switched sides last season and went from Gabby to Rachel. Or Rachel to Gabby. Yeah, which one was it? Rachel to Gabby. Rachel to Gabby. Yeah. Logan switched sides, so he does not stick to what he thinks. That was the funniest thing you could say ever. Yeah. Um, so, context for this episode... Um, I was scrolling through TikTok, the, we didn't end up finishing Monday night's episode on Monday night because Skippy was going to bed. So. Tired. Yes. I woke up on Thursday, hadn't seen any previews, hadn't seen the show. I was scrolling through TikTok and what do I see? Andrew, or Aaron and James, just like on my TikTok feed in the promo. I'm like, oh, they're talking about last season. No, it says the boys are back. Imagine the scream I let out when that happened. And Aaron, why do I keep saying Aaron? Andrew. Aaron and James, the two who literally left Paradise together last season, just in the funniest way possible, I died. And Skippy hadn't seen it, so I ran into Skippy's room. I turned on the clip of them leaving and um, Aaron walking up to Tia and like, Tia, I'm sorry, but I'm going to bounce with him. And they just <laughs> left. The funniest thing ever. Ever. These two should have been the double bachelors. For sure. They I love have. them. Um, so I was so excited going into it. I can't believe they didn't. Like, thinking about it now. Because I, I had no clue who they were. But after watching that clip, that was funny. And the fact that they did double bachelorettes, they should just do double bachelors just to, like, get it out of the way. And that would have been the perfect two It to literally would have been the perfect. Because they it's like they were friends on the show. A lot of the duos that people talk about for potential double bachelors are friends who show up after like greg and justin um but like they were friends on they would have been perfect they should have that was a missed opportunity that was a missed opportunity sure. i hope neither of them find love on this beach so they can do double so they could do future. double bachelor in the future so they show up but uh, they would never do that because that's what people want yeah. and the bachelor doesn't do what people want <laughs> god so aaron and james show up and they get a double date card yes and who do they pick other than Genevieve and Shanae. 
notoriously the girls who got a two-on-one date at Niagara Falls last year and just argued the whole time. Arch enemies. Is that the word? Arch nemesis. Arch rivals. Okay. They hate each other. Of Clayton's season. But to be honest, if we're looking at this date, it went pretty well. They seemed like they had a lot of fun together. Like, they were laughing together. They like, were talking Like, there was even together. moments when, like, Shanae and Genevieve were, like, by themselves. Just, like, hanging out. Talking and laughing. It went, yeah. it went so well. A lot better than I thought. I thought there was going to be some drama for sure. There was... No drama. Zero drama. No. Like, they... This day was actually so fun. Um, it was just random, though. Like, yeah. what were they doing? Uh, they were at a pool They were dancing. playing chicken. Um, there's a clip of Aaron and James just dancing in there funniest why are they doing that why are they dancing like that i don't know they were like doing nacho eating contests it was strange but it was fun yeah okay so let's talk about this yep aaron and genevieve are on this date yep. we never really addressed genevieve going on a date after the whole justin and victoria date so thing. yeah justin or yeah justin and logan are both very sad which i understand logan being sad but justin literally told Genevieve, when he got asked on a date, I think we should explore new options. And if you ever got asked on a date, I would hope that you would explore new options. And I can understand him being sad, but the fact that he's like, it's just so hypocritical that she would do this. Like, I think they're both being pretty hypocritical in the moment. They're both Be- very Because hip- he, you are right. I never thought about it from that perspective. Justin is being hypocritical. But Genevieve, um, the date ends, Genevieve and Aaron kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Justin and Victoria, from what I know, never kiss. They never showed them kissing. So while she, while he is being hypocritical for being upset that she went, she is being hypocritical, hypocritical for going and not being sure and actually kissing someone else. When you were just crying about him saying yes to this date, I don't know. I feel like they were both a little bit being hypocritical. And now he's, she's going to come back conflicted. Yeah. Which is exactly what Justin or she didn't want from Justin. So I honestly think, maybe I just like Justin more, but I almost think that I am agreeing with Justin more here. Like, the fact that she's going to do that and then do it even worse than you did yeah. after all of that freak out. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Um, and then same with Logan. I mean, not really the same, but, like, the fact that Shanae has had two dates at this point. Uh, obviously, one was hers, but, like, yeah. um, tough for Logan. Because, like, they had a really good date, but it seems like she's so much more into James at this point really it seems like i didn't that, right? pick that up but she was like it's just so easy to talk oh, to him you're totally he's right. like like it's literally perfect like she seemed so much more into james i guess i have seen logan have you seen logan's tiktoks no he's posted a lot about shanae like you know that um that tiktok sound where it's like she is very gorgeous to me oh yeah you did send me that yeah i he's he's posting a lot of positive things about her which people do on the show during promo time to like just talk about the show mm-hmm. Like, even people who end up not with them, yeah. like, just talking nicely about these people. But I almost feel like maybe they are still together because he's just talking so nicely about her online. I don't know. Yeah. That's just wishful thinking because I actually think I like them together. Me too. Um, I hope that I hope that what happens is they do go their separate ways and they do end up, you know, meeting other people, blah, blah, blah. But then at the end of the show, they just come back together. Yes. Like, Let, let's see like them, Abby and Noah. Let's see them have their own drama on the side and then at the end realize, wait a minute, like... We were right from the beginning. Let's just get married. Yeah. That's what I'm rooting for. I don't think... I, I think if those two got together, even if they were together this entire time, I don't think they would get engaged. You don't think so? No. Oh. I don't think either of them are getting engaged at the end of this. Oh. Prove me wrong. Okay. Um, and then 
the last thing that really happened, right? Well, no. Okay. Ashley and Jared show up. Oh yeah, I didn't. Can know Can I just talk about what this is? It what? What is this? So Ashley and Jared are from an old season of Paradise. Um, Ashley. I just don't get it. I just don't get why they're here because a lot of the times in Bachelor in Paradise seasons, they'll bring back old contestants who are like happy stories to like give them motivation. And I thought that's what was happening, but then they stayed. Yeah, they're staying. They have their own room. They stayed. <laughs> and like in the previews for next week, they're there and they're like doing stuff together. Like they're they're calling it like their vacation from their kids or whatever. But like what is the real reason they're here? They're pretty much like therapists on the beach right now. Like mm-hmm. every time something's happening, like they're talking to them as like these all knowing smart people. But like, why are they there? They have never done this. All I'm saying is, and I don't think this is going to happen, but this is where my mind instantly went. There better not be a split between that. Like one of them meets somebody else no, on the beach. I don't think that would ever happen. If that happened, I'd be punching my TV. There's, I don't think that will ever happen. I just want to know, how long are they staying? Is yeah, it like, just, like, for the, until next episode? Are they leaving right away? Well, I'm trying to figure out why they're staying and why they're still there. And that was the only thing I could come up with, is if there's going to be drama with them. I th- I, but, w- I would love to, like... Maybe there's an article that I haven't read yet about why they're there and how long they're staying. I can't imagine they're staying more than next episode. But, like, you see in the previews that they're, like, out doing stuff together, the two of them. Like, they have a date or something. I wouldn't mind a nice vacation, though. I mean, me neither, but, like, I'm a little bit so confused about it. A maybe they maybe so they have, like, confused. an announcement, like, that they're going to announce eventually and what better place to do it than the place they met. I don't know. Yeah. I genuinely have no clue, and it's confusing me, but we're going to skip that now and go to the last kind of drama of the episode. Mm-hmm. What happens? Um, Teddy? No, Rodney. Rodney! Do you know Rodney? No, I do not, but I like him. He's Rodney cool. was on Michelle's season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, fan favorite. So Rodney shows up and starts talking to a bunch of other girls. And, you know, it seems like everybody kind of likes Rodney. Yeah. He's like the, he was like the nice guy of Michelle's season. Gotcha. Like nice, but also the good looking guy, but also just very sweet and very funny. He was the package of Michelle's season. He ends up pulling Teddy aside. Yep. And Teddy kind of falls for him, right? I mean... Falls for is really dramatic. Does he? But does she's, she, she's into him. She's into him. She's into him. Which, you know, is she, she doesn't like. She doesn't like the fact that she's into him. Yeah. And she goes back and she kind of starts because thinking about said, it. Because she said, she says, she, how could she be into Rodney? There's something missing with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. What so she ends up she ends up breaking up with Andrew. Yeah. All right. That's no. Who um, what was it? Oh, help! Who um when Jacob said finally she got a good man. Who was that about? Oh my gosh. Um, when Jill gets pulled aside oh, yes. by Rodney, Jill gets pulled aside by Rodney, and then Jacob said they're all sitting on this like day bed by the pool, like all every single person. And Rod- when Rodney walks up and he's like, Jill, can I pull you? Jacob, who is sitting literally next to Romeo, was like, finally, she got a good man. Oh, my God. The funniest thing ever. Crazy. This is a funny episode. Dude, but if you're Jacob, you can say that. Because then if Rodney tries to fight you, you're Jacob. So you could just take him out. I thought you were going to say take your clothes off. No, Jacob, like, Jacob's just jacked. He, he would is. He would beat the crap out of anybody else on that beach. Especially Romeo. Especially Romeo. Romeo is like crap. a twig. So, 
Jacob can say that. Jacob can say whatever he wants because nobody's going to be able to do anything about it. Okay, now back to Teddy and okay, Andrew. now back to Teddy. Teddy gets pulled by Rodney. She falls for him or she's into him. She goes back. She's like, now I got these conflicted feelings. I don't know what to do. She ends up breaking up with Andrew. They go over and have a conversation by the water and she's like crying. She doesn't want to hurt him because she's like, he's a really good person. I just don't think it's right. And it's very weird because they both claim that she came on the beach for him and he came on the beach for her. Um, But basically, she was like, something just isn't right. So Mm -hmm. we're going to call it quits. In my mind, I I don't know. Maybe it's the way they were, like, talking about it. But I feel like maybe it was right person, wrong time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it was, like, right person, too much pressure. Yeah. The pressure of The Bachelor, the pressure of both of you going on the beach for each other. Like, they had high expectations then. Mm-hmm. If they were ideally setting out for this one person. Here's here's what I think happened. I think that she went on the beach for him. He went on for her. And then she met Rodney, realized, like, wait a minute, like, this is going to happen. Like, we're going to meet other people here. Not only am I going to meet other guys, he's going to meet other girls. Like, I don't want to deal with that drama. Like, this is that's just not worth it. So that's why she broke up with him. Because mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, she, she just didn't want to deal with the drama, I think. And... Not only did she break up with him, but she packs her bags. I I do feel like, going back a second, I do feel like sh- there is a timeline in which they get back together. I think so. Too. Like, in the future, you mean? Yeah. I think so, too. I think if, if Andrew doesn't leave the show with anyone, I think they end up getting together. Out of the show. I, I, I think they're at least going to, like, talk. They're going to get each other's number and they're going to talk about everything. And I think there is a timeline. There is a universe where they work things out and get together because really nothing was wrong no no one neither of them did anything wrong they both liked each other it was just like not the right circumstance i think andrew just needs to leave the island and go after her i think teddy i think teddy was not in the right brain space because if she was so willing to leave because this aunt she said andrew's not the one for me i'm going like you know it didn't make sense to me at the time because it's like why would you leave? Like, you can meet somebody else. But if she was there and in her mind, she's like, I'm going to this meet- beach to meet Andrew and to be with Andrew, and that doesn't work, then why stay? It does confuse me, though, because she really did seem to like Rodney and get in with Rodney. But I think it was like a scenario where, like, she said, if it doesn't work with Andrew, I don't think it'll work with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's less a reflection of Rodney and Andrew. I think it's more a reflection of the place and maybe the pressure and all the cameras because, like, I don't know. I just can't imagine any other logical reason that she would... Go home? Go home. Or call it quits with Andrew so quick. Well, let's think about it this way, though. I think it was the pressure seeing that Rodney came down and she's like, I like Rodney. This place is setting me up to fail, setting me up to be a bad person. I'm going to go. Here's what's crazy, though, is three new guys are in the beach, and a girl leaves, which means now four guys are going to be going home. True. Or so bring you, a girl. Or so you think the suitcase was assigned oh, because Sally, in the preview, right. Sally's coming in next week. We're going to see Sally live and in color but for we, the first time ever, actually. We didn't talk about um the rest of it, though. What do you mean, the rest of it? So, Teddy leaves. Oh, yeah, Teddy does leave. Teddy leaves, and um, who goes looking for her? Serene? Jill? Serene. Serene goes looking for her, can't find her anywhere, comes down, tells Jill and Andrew and one other boy. I was talking about it. Andrew, the poor boy, starts crying. Can we talk about Andrew for a minute? He had a rough night. Dude, 
poor And Andrew kid. did nothing wrong. And, like, I can't even imagine. I hope he finds somebody, to be honest. He got like, dumped, and then the girl not only dumped him, but left behind Like, there's him. no chance of fixing things because she's gone without saying goodbye. But I think that puts Andrew in a good spot, though, because... It's not awkward if he meets someone else. It's not awkward if he meets someone else, and he doesn't have to worry about her meeting someone else. Yeah, but then is it almost like he is still kind of hung up on her because it was such an abrupt ending? I think next week, if Andrew next week comes on and he's like, and he's like, I can't get over Teddy, like, just leave. I think you leave. I think you say, but like, I left the island for you. Let's and think, if things don't work out, then they don't work out. Let's but. think, though, like, Andrew's shot at a rose is pretty gone because there's a good there's a good chunk of people already set on their roses it's got to go for sally and then the rest of them just like aren't really andrew vibes you know what i mean i don't know i'm i'm a little bit nervous i hope andrew leaves on his own accord and not not getting a rose Mm -hmm. but rodney date card he wants to take teddy he also doesn't know that (laughs) teddy is left yeah you're right i forgot about that i know you did so rodney walks around looking for teddy he walks up to jill and andrew and he's like you guys seen teddy they're like, uh, she's gone. She she left the beach. So, I just, oh, Teddy. I love Teddy. And I wish Teddy stayed. But there's got to be some deeper meaning to why Teddy left. So, I'm not going to be upset with her. But I, I just think she had two of the best dudes on the beach wanting to be with her. She's like, no, I'm just going to go without saying goodbye to anybody. Oh, that's what I just don't get. Why didn't she say goodbye? Okay. Should have said goodbye. She got. She's like the the uh, Vanessa Irish Hutchins. Goodbye. Gotta go my own way. Gotta go my own way. She's saying on the way out for sure, for sure. Okay, now to the preview. Okay, now to the preview. All I remember was Sally came in. Yeah, I think that's all that happened. So the infamous Sally, flashback to this Wells story time segment. Yep, yep. That Sally. Yep. Is here. Oh, and then after the previews, they show bloopers from the <laughs> story time. <laughs> Listen, I am not super excited because Sally for anyone who didn't watch was the girl who was on Clayton's season and left before even meeting any or no wait one of the girls said we never even met Sally but they did she wasn't that the girl who walked around no no it wasn't Sally didn't even meet a single girl she went straight to Clayton and was like I'm not into you I'm gonna go yep that is funny why is she on the show now here's the thing with not only that her saying i'm not into you i'm leaving like i can't do this i'm leaving but then also her being hesitant coming yeah if i was a guy on that beach no i'm staying six feet away from sally no she is already a red flag we know nothing about her her and romeo might be great together could be her i'd say her and romeo should because their red flags could like mix yeah two red flags two wrongs make a right two red flags make a green flag yes so let them let them get together romeo and sally I'm calling it out. Intense. Um, that was pretty much all that happened this week. Yeah. We got four hours down into one. We tried to keep it under an hour, but, you know, an hour and two minutes ain't bad. Now, we're going to have to, like, send out a printable cast list sheet to everybody listening because we just threw out 50 names that are yeah. hard to keep up with. But just imagine it, okay? Okay. If you, if you uh, are watching the show, you probably have a much better idea of what's going on. But if you don't watch the show, I think you should look up the cast yes. and just see, just to put a face to the name. Because I'm going to say our demographic is about 50% people who have not watched the show. <laughs> yeah. AKA our family. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are all probably really lost. And so are we, and we watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at the Morning Batch. We haven't been tweeting as much about Paradise. No. Um, that's your fault. No, you should tweet more. You're the big Twitter person. You got us a cruise. You got us 600 likes. Hmm. Mm, what's more important, guys? Let us know. <laughs> what's up? See ya, Andrew Forever. Hey. Peace. Peace.